What up, everybody, and welcome to episode four of The Extras. In today's episode, we're going to be recapping Tuesday, June 8th's action around the league, as well as getting you ready for Wednesday's action around the MLB. So first off, we're going to recap Tuesday, and the first game that we're going to talk about is the O's 10 and the Mets 3. The Orioles were scoring throughout this game. They scored nine runs in between the innings, the second and the sixth. Multi-hit games from a whole bunch of people. It's Mullins, Mancini... Uh, Santander, who hit a home run, Galvis, Severino, Franco, who also hit a home run, and Pat Balaika. Bruce Zimmerman was on the mound for the Orioles. He went five innings, two earned, seven Ks, so good start for the young left-hander. Now let's go to the Dodgers and the Pirates, where the Dodgers won 5-3. to three. Walker Buehler was on the mound for the Dodgers. Another great start, seven innings, scoreless, only two hits, and only had two Ks. Kind of weird for... Seven inning shutout, you think you'd have at least like eight or nine Ks, especially like a team against a team like the Pirates. Chris Taylor hit a home run in this game, his eighth of the season. Cabrian Hayes did hit a home run in this game, but he missed first base, so it did not count. That came in early in the game, so it would have been a run against Walker Buehler. Kenley Jansen had a one out save to finish the game. His save number 13 on the year. The Braves and the Phillies played in uh, Philadelphia. The Braves won nine to five. Acuna had a great game, 3-4 for four with home run number 18, tying him with the league lead, and three RBIs with that as well. His home run, home run was a bomb, 460 feet. William Contreras went 3-4 for four with a home run and two RBIs. Austin Riley, 3-5 for five with a home run and two RBIs as well. But the 5-run 8th was a big thing here uh, for Atlanta that led to their comeback victory against their division rival. We had the Astros taking on the Red Sox, and the Astros won 7-1. Framber Valdez pitched for the Astros, and he was amazing again. Seven in the third innings, five hits, one run, eight Ks. Martin Perez last week pitched really, really well against the Astros. He did not hear two innings, six earned runs, and that was due in part to Carlos's, Carlos Correa's uh, home run, his 11th of the season. He went three for five with two RBIs as well. Yuli Gurriel having a great season, three for four bringing his season average to 333, and Jordan also homered in this game as well, the great big left-hander on the Ast- in the Astros lineup. The Tigers beat the M's 5-3. Eric Hase, not really too sure how to say his last name, but it's H-A-A-S-E. He's a backup catcher. I guess he's the starting catcher now. His eighth home run of the year, 2-4 for four with two RBIs. He's been going off over this last week. If you, if you play fantasy baseball and he hasn't been picked up yet, go get him. Matt Boyd was on the hill for the Tigers, though. He went six innings, shutout, or not shutout, but no earned runs, and had three Ks against the Mariners. Tampa Bay beat the Nationals 3-1. to one. Tyler Glasnow was on the hill for the Rays. Seven innings, one earned run, 11 Ks. Really good start, but that seems like it's a natural for him. It's something that he just does every single time he goes out there. You know he's going to strike out, guys, but the one earned run is very impressive. A leadoff home run was uh, pretty much all that to... The Mariners were going to, or not the Mariners, the Rays were going to need in this game. That leadoff home run came from Manuel Margot. Diego Castillo picked up his 10th save of the season, lowering his 2021 ERA to 2.78, a good year for a Tampa Bay reliever. The Marlins beat the Rockies 6-2. Pablo Lopez was on the hill for Miami in this game. He went eight innings, two earned runs, eight Ks, a good start for him. He's been having a really good year. Multi-hit games in this game, though, for Jazz Chisholm, Sterling Marte, Jesus Aguilar, and John Birdie. Richard Blyer allowed a walk for the first time this season. 
Uh, usually that wouldn't be something notable, but he went 22 and two-thirds innings without allowing that walk when it happened. And I think he's the last pitcher this year who's qualified out of relievers who hasn't allowed a walk, but now that's done. Sensatella was on the mound for the Rockies. He won six innings, four earned, eight Ks. So, I mean, it's an average start for him. And the Rockies, man, their road record is something interesting. Four and 23, they're they're actually positive. Uh, above 500 at home, but 4-23 and on the road is not going to get it done for you. We had an NL Central rivalry game with the Brewers and the Reds. Uh, Brewers won this one 5-1. Sonny Gray was great in his three innings for the Reds. Three innings, two hits, no runs, five Ks. You might be curious on why did he leave after three innings if he is doing so good. It's because he got hurt in his uh, fourth inning warm-up pitches. He hurt his left leg and came out of the game. I know he's getting an MRI today, but besides that, not... Not much on uh, what the word is for him. Adrian Hauser pitched in this game for the Brewers. He did well. Five and a third innings, one run, four Ks, and got the W. Avisio Garcia hit his uh, 12th home run of the season. He was the only person to have a multi-hit game in this game between the Brewers and the Reds. The Giants took on the Rangers in some interleague play yesterday. Brandon Crawford having a great season, making a case for an all-star appearance. Uh, two home runs, bringing the season total to 14. He also uh, made the Giants record with most games started as a shortstop. So congrats to him, the Bay Area man, the Bay Area native. Uh, Brandon Belt returned to the lineup for the Giants. He went three for four in his return. Mike Totman had the big hit in this game, though. Giants were down two to four going into the eighth inning when Mike Totman hit a Big grand slam to take the lead, making it 6-4, to four, and then Crawford hit a three-run home run in the ninth, making it 9-4. to four. Jordan Lyles, though, was on the mound for the Rangers, and he pitched pretty well. Six innings, two runs, one earned, and three Ks. Gallo and Isaiah Conner-Falefa were really the only guys that had uh, good games as far as the Rangers' offense went. Gallo hit his 11th home run, and Conner-Falefa went 4-3. for three. The super, super utility man, Isaiah Conner-Falefa. The White Sox beat the Jays 6-1. Carlos Rondon having a great season. Continued that here. Uh, five innings, one run, eight Ks. Robbie Ray was on the hill for the, the Jays, and he pitched absolutely amazing. Six and one-thirds innings. Uh, one earned run and 13 strikeouts for Robbie Ray, the hard-throwing left-hander. Andrew Vaughn hit a solo shot in the seventh, which was the only run that Robbie Ray allowed. The Jays' bullpen just blew up, and that's why they lost this game. They allowed five runs in the eighth inning and no home runs uh, in that eighth inning as well. The Yankees beat the Twins 8-4. to four. Late inning offense was the key here for the Yankees. They scored two in the fifth, one in the sixth, two in the eighth, and three in the ninth to win 8-4 to four over the struggling Twins. Gary Sanchez and Miguel Andujar both homered in the ninth to really propel the Yankees to their victory in this game. The Indians beat the Cardinals 10-1. to one. Ahmed Rosario, Jay Ram, and Eddie Rosario went nine for five or nine for fifteen collectively with a home run and seven RBIs. That home run did come from Jay Ram, his fourteenth of the season. Shane Bieber was on the hill for the Car- not the Cardinals, the Indians. He pitched well as usual, six innings, one earned run, five Ks, and got his seventh W of the season. Matt Carpenter and Edmundo Sosa were the only two positives for the Cardinals' offense. They both collected two hits. Now on to the Angels and the Royals, where the Angels won 8-1. Shohei Otani, his 17th home run of the year, was an absolute missile. 470 feet to dead center. He went 2-3 for three with two RBIs with a double as well as that home run. 
Andrew Heaney pitched really well for the Angels, six and two-thirds, one run, seven Ks. Justin Upton hit his 14th home run of the year, and Taylor Ward and Jose Iglesias also picked up home runs. So home runs and pitching were the story for the Angels in this game as they take the dub, eight to one. The A's beat the D-backs, uh, five to two. A's only scored in one inning, and that was the fourth where they scored five runs and didn't have a single extra base hit that whole inning. Chris Bassett pitched amazing again for the A's. Seven innings, two runs, six Ks. Christian Walker was Christian Walker and Payment Smith were really only the two positives for the Diamondbacks offense. Walker went two for four with a home run, and Pavin Smith continued his great rookie season with another two for four game. Lucharino picked up the save, his ninth of the season for the A's. Cubs and the Padres, and the number one story I got in this one is Patrick Wisdom homeward again, his eighth of the year, his eighth in 14 games. The guy that kind of just came out of nowhere for this Cubs offense, and he's been putting them on his back recently. Zach Davies started in this game against his former team uh, as he was starting for the Cubs in this game, but he spent a lot of time with the Padres and was in that U Darvish trade uh, over the offseason. Zach Davies, though, went six innings, one hit, no runs, four Ks, uh, Wilson Contreras homeward in this game. So both of the brothers, the both the Contreras brothers homeward on the same day. Pretty sure that's the first time that's happened. Anthony Rizzo homeward as well in this game. But Denilson Lamet started for the Padres. Five innings, four runs, six Ks. He's kind of just returning to form a little bit from what he was last year as he suddenly is like third or fourth start of the season. And uh, he was decent for a good amount of the game and then kind of got tired in that fifth, sixth inning range. So now let's move on to today's games. But first, let's talk about uh, some of the debuts that we had yesterday. We had Riley Adams making his MLB debut for the Jays. He's he's their catcher. He went one for three with a double. He's a Jays number 18 prospect. Griffin Jacks, uh, Twins right-handed pitcher, went one inning, three earned runs, 1K. Hopefully there's better days for Griffin, and he is not ranked on the Twins' top 30 prospects. Luke Williams, super utility man for Philly, went one for one in a pitch hit appearance. He's Philly's 29th prospect. Now let's get to Wednesday's notables. First off, we got a day game between the Giants and the Rangers, where the Red Hot Giants take on Kyle Gibson, who's been absolutely amazing this year. 2.06 ERA. Game should be starting soon, so turn on your TVs if you want to watch that one. Sean Manaya pitches for the first time since his complete game shutout uh, against the Mariners last week, he's going up against the Diamondbacks in a day game today. Yu Darvish pitches against his former team, the Cubs, as the Padres like to take the series. This is the rubber match of three, and both teams have taken one so far. Taiwan Walker having a great season. He's trying to slow down the red-hot O's offense right now. The Orioles have been scoring runs out of nowhere, 18 runs on Sunday, and then 10 runs yesterday. Cedric Mullins, main guy in this offense, you got to look for Tony Gonsolin, the good starting pitcher for the Dodgers, is making his season debut versus the Pirates. Honestly forgot that he hasn't played this whole season. Another great arm in that Dodgers rotation. Good pitching matchup on the south side. We got Alec Manoa versus Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's been absolutely amazing. Uh, Manoa, he pitched really, really well in his first start against the Yankees. Not too well in his last start versus the Marlins, but uh, a a top prospect for sure in the blue Blue Jays organization as we look for him to do good in his third career start. Garrett Cole looks to dominate the Twins. We had a whole fiasco with his interview a couple days ago where he wasn't, he's kind of left speechless when somebody asked him about using spider attack, which is 
like a pine tar type thing for pitchers to up the spin rate. So watch for his spin rate in this game. As uh, last start, it was down quite a bit. Let's go to our, our best bets, though. My best bet on Monday was Boston over Miami. Very limited pick because there's only three games that day, but I did get it right, so I am two for two on the show on picks. My pick for this game for today, though, is the Dodgers over the Pirates. I like Tony Gonsolin. I don't think he's going to be pitching for more than like three, four innings. But Dodgers, Pirates, that one's kind of self-explanatory. My pick to click on Monday was Andrew Benintendi versus the Los Angeles Angels and Dylan Bundy. He hit very well against Bundy previously in his career, but didn't do well here. Only went over or did go over four. But my pick to click today is Justin Turner versus Pittsburgh. He's facing Tyler Anderson. He has a 484 career batting average versus Tyler Anderson in 31 ABs. Kind of crazy. I don't know where he got those 31 ABs from because I don't remember Tyler Anderson really being in that. Oh, maybe he was on the Giants and the Rockies, but still 31 ABs kind of blew my mind. But before we get out of here, remember to all-star uh, all-star game vote. It's a big thing if you want your favorite position players to get in. And if you haven't watched episode 39 of the Going the Distance podcast presented to you by Immaculate Sports, go check that out. This has been episode four of The Extras. I will see you guys later.